Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we are talking with Ragna DeBots, a professional trail and ultra runner for Merrill based in Spain, ahead of her race at the Ultra Trail Cape Town 100 miler this weekend. Let's dig in. Ragna DeBots, welcome to the Single Track Podcast. Hello, Finn. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great to meet. And since this is our first time meeting, I'm curious, can you talk a bit about how you became an ultra runner and what inspires you to compete at such a high level in the sport? Yeah, it's actually um, uh, probably a different story from many other people. I, I didn't start running when I was young. I was into horse riding and I was uh, actually, I was a, it was my job. I was a horse trainer and dressage and jumping. And at some point I stepped out and I actually decided I never wanted to compete again. And I started trying out all different kinds of sports. Didn't know about the existence of trail running at all, but I liked being out in, in nature. And uh, as I came into a better shape, I started like going up a hill a little bit. And uh, at one point, some like friends, some locals asked me if I wanted to race a race, which was just the next day. And uh, I was full of vibes and I said, yes. So that's how I came to like race my first race. And uh, I really, really loved it right from the beginning. But uh, I also realized that it was something you really had to train for. Uh, and it changed my mind again about competing. I started to run races, but not really to, to, uh, to try and be the best, but simply to uh, to do it the best way I could and to, to enjoy the company of other people who also like being uh, uh, in the mountains and uh, had the same passion as me. How about that interest in competing at a high level? Can you talk about maybe the switch that flipped when it came to uh, competing for podiums and wins at a lot of the major events in our sport? Yeah, in my case, it was something like that happened naturally. As I said, I, I never, I still don't feel the, the will to compete against other people. Uh, I'm actually a bad co competitor <laughs> uh, because I, what I want is to, uh, to, to give it my best and to do it the best I can. And I think it's good to compare yourself with other people. And I think race context makes you run faster. So that's why I like racing. Um, but uh, I think it's just, uh, yeah, self-improvement, self, just try to get the best out of yourself and try mm. to look for new challenges. And all trail races are different. And uh, if you go to race in South Africa or you go to America or if you go to another place, all the races will be different and there are new challenges every time. So, uh, yeah, that's why I like it, I guess. I understand that you are in your mid-40s now and you're still one of the best in the sport. How do you explain this longevity as an athlete? Like, what are you doing on a day-to-day -day basis to stay in such great shape and to continue competing at a high level? I think it's important to like what you do and it's important not to overtrain yourself. Um, I see many young athletes uh, who suddenly are really strong and they come out of nowhere and uh, they are there, they can maintain themselves at the high level for one or two years and then they drop down because they physically demand too much of their bodies. 
And in my case, uh, it was something so supernatural. I, every year I became better. I did different races and I started like running locally. Then I did like national races. Then I started to run international races. And, uh, when I became a world champion, it was like, huh? <laughs> like, how did this happen? Like, I never really looked for it. It just happened mm. because every time I went, I was trained to achieve those uh, challenges. And uh, I think that's important. You have to compete and run the races you are actually prepared for. And uh, uh, then your body will assimilate everything you do and you can just keep going for a long time. You've raced a lot this year and you've had quite a bit of success with wins at Trans Gran Canaria, Istria, Nice Cote d'Azur. What have been the keys to your success in your opinion this season? I think this year I've tried to listen to my body a lot because uh, also because of the longer races and the longer recovery. Um, so I really had to listen to myself and I couldn't just like uh, trust. Well, I, I trust my trainer a hundred percent, but I also had to give my own input to be able to, to get it all right. Because after a long race, uh, I think your muscles get back to normal very easily with your organs, uh, your whole body needs to recover. And that takes at least two months, if not longer. And during that time, you really have to listen to your body. And, uh, some days or weeks you can train hard and then you feel like, oh, maybe I should take a step back and you have to really, really listen to yourself. So that is something that has been new for me this year. And uh, it's also because uh, it's this year that I've started to run the, the, the 100 mile races. Mm. Well, last year I did one, but this year uh, I did <laughs> two so far. I know this, this is going to be my third one, which was the challenge I wanted to put myself this year. And so I hope it's going to be uh, a good race. Well, let's talk about Cape Town. You're signed up for the 100 mile race there. And I guess for starters, what what made you interested in the race? What made you attracted to making the trip down to Cape Town, South Africa? We came to South Africa in, during lockdown or just after lockdown um, because in, um, after winning the World Championships, I, want, I looked for new challenges and I ran like Marathon de Sables, I did CCC, I did some more races and I thought I want to do something like even more complete, not just racing. And we made a plan to travel to all the different continents um, in a family context with a cameraman and to film in real life what we experience, the places we go to, the mountains we discover, explore, and then to race an ultra race on each continent. So we started in Asia and everything went well, but as soon as we left in Asia, it, that's when in Hong Kong, <laughs> the, the COVID uh, <laughs> pandemic started. And uh, we went into South America and could uh, do the project there as well. Um, and then when we went to Costa Rica, um, uh, everybody in Europe was locked down. You were also here in South Africa, uh, all locked down. Uh, we lived through it on a, like a deserted uh, place in a jungle, <laughs> uh, like completely away from people. We, we filmed that. You can, you can watch it back for people. Um, it, the project is called Rolling Mountains. 
And uh, but then we went back to Europe, uh, actually filmed there as well, and then uh, <laughs> we came to um, to Africa first to Tanzania because the people said COVID didn't exist in uh, Tanzania. We went to Kenya, and I was looking all the time and looking for races and. Uh, South Africa was locked for our foreigners and suddenly it reopened. Uh, it must have been in October, maybe. Uh, and um, so we booked the ticket and got to South Africa and we were uh, received very friendly by the, the, the people from the trail community here. And we actually, we, we really, really, really loved being here. We were, we, we were made <laughs> to feel at home completely. Mm. Um, we stayed, I think, for probably about three months in, in South Africa, but we don't. We didn't only stay in Cape Town, we also traveled to uh, Drakensberg and we raced several races. We raced Otter and we raced Skyrun, then we did the Hobbit run. And uh, actually UTCT didn't take place that year. Um, so, uh, so yeah, then I went home and we knew about this fantastic place. And uh, this year I saw that for the first time you were doing the 100 mile race. And because I'm doing 100 mile races this year, I was I just I was super enthusiastic. And I thought this is going to be <laughs> a good reason to go back to South Africa and, and race on the Table Mountain. And yeah, so that's that's why I'm here again. You mentioned that this will be your third 100-mile race of the season. Given that you've had a pretty heavy racing schedule so far this year, does that change your goals for this race? Like, do you plan to still compete for a podium or a win here? How, how do you think about this race in the context of the rest of your season heading in? Yeah, I hope I'm ready to, to be able to, to race for a win. That would be the best. And... Um, if on the day I feel not right for some reason, because uh, you never know, <laughs> uh, then I, I will just go for uh, a good race and, and try to finish it and have another 100 mile finish. But but yeah, my, my plan A is to, to go out there and to compete and enjoy and suffer in a positive way. Last question I have for you. I understand you are a part of the Merrill Test Lab team. So I guess this question is actually two parts. But A, can you talk about your interest in training in their barefoot line of shoes? And then also after that, talk a bit about the shoes you plan to wear uh, at the Cape Town 100 miler. Okay, yeah. So yeah, Merrill uh, has a, a small section of barefoot shoes. Uh, the best barefoot shoe i think to train in uh, which meryl makes is the trail glove uh, they're actually making a new um, model of it uh, which i'm trying out now and it's i'm uh, it's gonna be a real good model i think it's, it's really like the feel of when you're um climbing like you really stick your shoe shapes around the rocks and and the the paths you're running on so it's a, a very good feeling and it, they are like zero drop, but they still feel soft when you when you run. So uh, I'm very enthusiastic about this shoe, but I'm still testing it, and it's a sample shoe. Uh, it wouldn't be for for me for a hundred mile race, but uh, but yeah, I think you could run uh, shorter races on it. And for training, I think uh, barefoot is a perfect way because uh, it makes your feet more 
in your mind more uh, attentive where you are running so you get mm. more information of the service and i think it's really really useful and uh, actually when i run on a very cushioned uh, shoe with no contact to the ground i feel like it feels like a numb feeling which would be like the opposite like uh, with the barefoot shoes you actually have lots of information and you know exactly what's happening below you and um yeah some people sometimes complain that then they can feel the stones and then uh yeah i think so what like <laughs> if it hurts then it's another thing but if you can feel them that's only good <laughs> i mean it's an extra information you can have so so yeah and then and they also have a, a vapor cloth which is a very um minimalist shoe and i i basically use them to walk around i actually have them here uh it's nice to sometimes just to walk around with uh such light legs like you lift your leg and it just responds naturally to what your feet would give you naturally and it doesn't feel like you are wearing something like below your foot so um yeah that to the barefoot i'm probably running on the long sky too shoe. this is a four drop uh shoe um actually don't i'm not sure if it's made it's not really made for long distance racing but it's uh serves perfectly i've done uh the other two races i think also with this shoe and recently i've also been running a lot on, on a shoe called skyfire it's actually mm. a new version skyfire 2 you can you can some pictures i've posted you can see them the, it's a, a sample shoe and i might be starting on this shoe in the beginning of the race or i might make some changes because i would really like to try them in in a competition context i haven't uh, tried them on long races yet but uh yeah i would love to to do so and i i ran and the other day i ran a marathon on them and uh, that was a good feeling i ran a, a stage i did a stage race uh there were just like 20 25k races but um yeah i ran in on them like for uh four days so that was also like uh a good result like mm, i'm happy with them so so yeah probably you'll see me running in both of these uh um types of shoes very cool well ragnet it is such a pleasure to meet thank you so much for sharing all of that background and your thoughts heading into cape town we're excited to watch your race unfold on the live feed i think saturday through sunday but yeah best of luck out there and thank you so much thank you <laughs> thanks for listening before we sign off, if you are a fan of the show, please consider supporting us with a rating and review in your podcast player, a donation on Patreon, or the use of our sponsored discount codes in the show notes. Thanks again. We really appreciate your support. Really appreciate you listening. Until next time, I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and you have been listening to the Single Track Podcast.